praying unto the maker. You gotta go tell your neighbors. I welcome you to the greatest show on earth. Created to be a creator. Hey y'all, welcome to the Created to Be Creative podcast. And today we have Justin and Brianna Hightower here today. Y'all say what's up. Hello. Hey, what's going on, listeners? <laughs> I need y'all to introduce yourselves because a lot of people don't know who High Tower Praise is. <laughs> they seen you go viral though, Justin, from shouting about a baby boy, but Man. <laughs> hey, that came from a place. <laughs> well, I'm Brianna and Singer. I'm a singer, yeah. Worship leader. I'm a mother of two, a wife of almost eight years. Um, grew up in the church, rededicated my life around 18, 17, 18, and uh, moved from California to Georgia. Facts. Why'd you do that? In 2014. <laughs> and yeah, I just love God. Uh, my heart is uh, for worship, for serving Him, and that's pretty much it. And she's a doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nurse by trade. Jayla likes to call me a doctor, a doctor. but I am not a doctor. Amen. Well, that's me. Justin? I'm Justin. Isaiah Hightower. Never said my government name why on any platform. We know it now. You know it now. Uh, uh, don't know why I said my middle name. <laughs> I'm nervous. Just got nervous that quick. It's out there. Uh, um, I am a amazing uh uh, um, what I say, the privilege of being a husband. <laughs> I'm a father. I'm a son. Uh, I am a. I have citizenship mm-hmm. in heaven. In while I'm still on earth, mm-hmm. I'm a citizen of heaven. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's about it. That's about it about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into the last name Hightower. Because Brianna, you didn't know a name. What was your What was your original name, Bri? My maiden name, yes. Mitchell. Change Mitchell. that up. Switch what does that mean to y'all as a family? That's good. Talk about it, baby. He is that to all of to to us. I mean, I know I came in on that name being married, but it is my name now. Mm-hmm. So I take all of that uh, when I came into the marriage. But he is our strong tower. He is our high tower. He is he is greater than every thought that we have, every issue we have, every situation we have. God is above that. That's why in the word it says his ways are not our ways because the way that we function here on earth is so much lower than the way that he functions. And we are called to get on his level. Amen. Um, we are called to go higher. So all of those things that Hightower means is the God that we serve. and that That's we, good. That's good. And also, like, like we're, we're co-heirs with Christ. We're seated, we're seated with him in heavenly places. So even when it comes to, like, war or battle, mm-hmm. like, the, the, usually the one that always wins is the one who has the higher ground, mm-hmm. right? So it's like when when God, when we say he's our high tower, we have the advantage. Mm-hmm. We have the advantage point. 
and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and in him is safety and refuge. Even when there's storms, when storms come, what do they say? Get to higher ground. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so there's safety in him because he is our high tower. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. So let's go into the story of how y'all met. Let's talk about it. Mm. We go way back. We go way back. My shoulders do that. My <laughs> shoulders just see. moving. They can't oh, see it. I know, but I just want them to get a visual. My they shoulders. See I know they can get a visual they though. My shoulders are moving. You know what I'm saying? Just for the thought. My 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 my, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, come on, Holy Ghost. We go way back. My, way back, my, like a Cadillac on four flats. That far back. That far back. <laughs> Yeah, Cadillacs was running around. <laughs> 1997. Come on, somebody. Ooh, I was seven. He you were was seven eight. years old. And he was eight. And I was eight. So you're telling me that all the parents that have seven and eight-year-olds, they can potentially be in class or going to church with their spouse right now? This is true. This is true. Wow. Mm. Yeah, we met back in California. We're both uh, born in California. Actually born at the same hospital. I didn't know it until we got married. Yeah. Um, Destiny. But right. And, but the church we met at is in Inglewood, California. Um, yeah, I grew up there. I was at that same church till I was 23 years old till I got married and moved <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, we met at church, booster band, <laughs> Bible study. Not booster band. Yeah, booster, booster band. It's like, what is it called? Band booster. No, like what do they do in the morning times at church usually? Oh, just yeah. Do the, give it. Most people don't call it booster band, but it's like children's church. Children's church or Sunday, oh, Sunday school. Sunday school. Sunday school. Sunday school. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Booster band. That's what they call it at our church. Booster band. So yeah, we met there, and yeah, it's a long story. But to make it short, basically we grew up together from seven all the way till about twelve yeah. at church. Mm-hmm. We only saw each other on Sundays. And um, so were y'all dating then? We were not dating. I, we to be honest, we didn't even have a conversation. We never had a conversation really, besides hi and bye. Are you serious? And I, he actually, so we had a conversation. Me. We did not have a conversation. He would bring me gifts every holiday. Every single holiday, Valentine's, Valentine's St. Patrick's, Easter. <laughs> uh, President's Day, <laughs> Groundhog Day. Why? Because he liked me. Oh, right. oh. And so that was his way of showing that he liked me. And he That's would. His mom would say ask her dad first and right. so he would go ask my dad he would give me a gift and that was imagine a, a nine-year-old going to <laughs> going to a dad hey mr mitchell um can i give a gift to your daughter yeah so that was the gist of our relationship and y'all didn't date we never date i always heard justin like she just like you know little kids teasing That's a fact. and then he moved to georgia Ooh. in 2004 2004 and i let yeah. him pick up from there all right, so yeah, moved to Georgia in 2004. That's when uh, MySpace was still hot, you know, back then. All right, tell them my age right there. You don't so know what Right, so <laughs> right. right, so it was, so no, you know. Uh, and, uh, and when sh- she was turning 16, Yep. So she was on 16, and still we were just going like back and forth on MySpace, but not really like just in depth conversation. conversations. Mm-hmm. So surface, you know, because we still haven't not really have like a actual genuine conversation since yeah. I was eight. So she's turning I was sick. cool. He was just nervous. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was on me, hundred percent. About right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she was turning sixteen and her mom called my mom uh for us to invite us for her sweet sixteen. Mm-hmm. I begged and pleaded my mom for us to go. My mom allowed me and my brother to go to California for one night for her birthday. Yep. I'm seventeen at the time. We went over there had an okay time, 
and still did not speak to her at all. We talked. We did not. We watched the whole movie together. That's not talking. That's not talking. Right. We had like. And it was just us. It was me, you, my brother, and your girlfriend, Patty. Not but Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Patty was in the mix. Patty was there. No, I mean, Patty was there. we never. I guess we never had like a personal conversation. We never did. So. But I like, appreciated him being there. Yeah, I appreciate. Okay, him but move on. So. Right. So then. So then, two years after that. You know, you know, we're still just going back and forth, and I called her on her 18th birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, on August 24, 2008, and that was the first time we had a real conversation that lasted about three, three hours. Three hours. Really? Yeah. Yes. I was hanging on to the charger, trying to make sure the phone didn't yeah. die, and we just, I mean, we didn't really catch up, because we were in each other's lives for a little bit, but we kind of just knew instantly that there was a connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We knew a that we both were seeking after God. And that we were different, like we each had like our circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And in our conversation, I remember both of us saying like, do you ever feel like you're just by yourself? Like kind of just how you're walking on the path, you know, yeah. with God and how we just both were just seeking for God. at s- such a early stage of our life. We were 18. Oh, I was 18. He was 19. Yeah. And there was nobody that was kind of like around us that was had that same Same desire, passion. Yeah. That same, mm-hmm. So yeah. we connected instantly about that. He made me sing. Yes, he made me sing, and I don't know. It was just something that just instantly what song just did clicked. I make, what song did I make you sing? Just real quick. A Whitney Houston song. Yes. Which one was it? I believe in you. Come man. on. I, but man, yeah, when so she sung that to me, he wanted to say, I believe but it wasn't in you to and him. me. No, yes, it was to me. It was I she was singing that for me. I yeah. really know I'm like, you. I believe in you and me. I'm like, man, you, you, you want me? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah, right. Right. That right. conversation was, that was on August 24, 2008. That started. And then December 16th, that same year, we started our five-year long-distance long relationship. Five years. Five years long-distance. From California. I was in Cali. He was in Georgia. Yeah. We visited on and off. I was in nursing school, and he was in school, so we really couldn't afford to travel a lot. Yeah. So we saw each other maybe 10 times in that five-year span. Five years? Yeah, because we would take, like, maybe two special holidays out of the year and see each other. Yep. So let's talk about that, Amber. (laughs) Long distance. Yeah, that was tough. Faithful long distance. Faithful. 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 Can I say that one more time? Yeah, go ahead. A faithful faithful, long distance relationship. Yeah. It really goes by like my desire. Mm -hmm. Even before August 24th, when I caught her on her birthday, Mm -hmm. I literally desired a wife. Mm. I desired that. I'm like, God, I want to get married. That was that was a huge desire for me. So like when I seen, and, and really I believe, you know, the Bible says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and attains favor from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So like I believe before you even get married, you have to be a wife. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to have wife qualities. So uh, that's what I seen in her. So there is not, there, there, like there is no other uh, lady that I was looking for or seeking for mm-hmm. that had nowhere even close to the qualities and the virtue and the value that Brianna had. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and still has in the name of Jesus. And I'm thankful <laughs> for it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't necessarily looking for a husband at 18, but yes, she was. She I just didn't know, she didn't know it. She didn't know. She didn't know. I guess it. I she didn't, didn't know. know yeah. God gave me that. You know, he already knows like, she doesn't know, but she needs you. Yeah. She wants you. Well, That's she needs me, but she wants you. I'm like, yeah. okay, God, I, I can work with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you want to say that. But. <laughs> I was a little nervous to start a long distance relationship, but 
I jumped into it and now you were led I'm, by the spirit into it. You didn't just jump into nothing. You acknowledged God. God said, I that's jumped your into husband. it. Exactly. No. You jumped, jumped in. Okay, you jumped into it by faith. Hello. I jumped into <laughs> it. Uh-huh. And I'm glad I did. It was challenging. Um from a woman's perspective, not having number one, not having any uh interaction. Yeah. Like, you know, knowing like their body language and like you could hear them over the phone, but it's different having a conversation face to face. And back then you didn't have FaceTime. We we, we started Y'all had Ubu, Ubu. Uh, what was before Ubu? <laughs> no, Ubu was first, Ubu was first. and then Skype. No, I thought Skype oh, yeah, was first. No, Ubu Skype was first. came after. What? Skype Skype was better quality. <laughs> and then we went to FaceTime. Quality. I thought it was Ubu first. Oh. Yeah, Ubu. Okay, okay, that's what Ubu, Skype, and then FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And we got our date nights and all of that on there. So thank God for that. So y'all have virtual date nights. We virtual. did. So y'all, look, y'all know was, virtual. Yeah, we know virtual. These, everybody yeah. else don't know virtual. Right. Like yeah. y'all know. We, we knew like, for we five literally, years. I had an iPad and my laptop. We were on FaceTime on my iPad. And we were on each other's Netflix account on my uh, laptop. And I had an iPad and a laptop, too. Right. So, we yeah, all right, press play on one, two, three, <laughs> boom. And we did it. There's like a second delay, so I had to do it on four. She uh-huh. had to do it on three. <laughs> what? Well, we had to do it. We had to make it work. Are you make it do it and, and it worked. And, and I told her, even though we're even though we're out here, like, don't talk during the movie. <laughs> just live, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Brownie, you like to talk during the movie? Well, I mean, I just, not a lot. <laughs> I ask questions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it going to do, babe? I'm watching the same movie that you're watching. Exactly. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. I'm not going to get into that because he has a family tradition to talk during a movie. No, it's called calling it. We don't have to explain all that. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, you have to call what you think is going to happen in the movie. Yeah. That's what it is. So y'all stay creative. 100%. Facts. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, 2013 was the year I flew out here for a... It was supposed to be like a graduation celebration, mm-hmm. and we went on a cruise sure with did. my grandmother. And y'all were married? No. So time out. Let's can we talk about this? It's yeah. too long. <laughs> the story what? is too long of what it was supposed to be. Okay, hold on. Your mama gonna watch this, huh? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> basically, our moms were supposed to go with us. Our moms were supposed to go with us. Uh-huh. His mom now, backed I, out. Right. My mom backed out. <laughs> so my mom backed up. So her mom backed out. So then we, I mean, we were waiting. We never had sex before marriage. Yeah. So we were knowing, okay, we shouldn't go on a cruise by ourselves. Yeah. But, but we want to go together. But what, no, wait, wait. I already paid <laughs> for me and my mom's you way. Paid. I already paid. So I have a room fully paid. Fully paid, Jayla. Uh-huh. Fully paid. So my mom backed out. Her mom backed out. I'm like, story. cool, cool. You know, you know, we got a room. You ain't got to pay. So long story short, my grandmother ended up coming so that She's I could room right with way. her. Uh-huh. And then. So just had a whole room to himself. He did. Whole room to myself. And that was the cruise. He was, he's been about to <laughs> steal today. And that was the cruise that he proposed. And. Yeah. I proposed on a cruise. A year later. That's why y'all was going cruise vacation. Maybe. Probably, that's why. probably. My proposal on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Y'all are a YouTube family because I saw y'all wedding on YouTube. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. his <laughs> uncle posted a little snippet of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, so after 2013, it took a year to plan the wedding. Mm-hmm. I was moving from California to Georgia, so it took a year to get everything situated. And that's when, uh, three days after the wedding, I moved here. So why Georgia? Why not stay in Cali? This was the too expensive. Yeah, the price, uh, just yeah. two young people. I was twenty three. Yeah, he was twenty four. So, I had oh. just finished nursing school, and he just graduated and already had an established job. 
So we talked about it. It was a struggle at first because I love my family. I had my friends. I had my church. I had everything going. So I was trying to get him to come to me. Mm -hmm. But after, it took an adult decision to think about, like, okay, we're dating now, but when we're married, it's going to be income, responsibilities, bills, Mm -hmm. what's better for us. And so that was the decision. The ultimatum was financially we would be better here in Georgia to raise a family and Okay, now let's hop into the family thing. Two kids, back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Two and, well, she's almost three, and Jeremiah just turned four. Mm. So how do y'all raise y'all's children? Mm. Because one thing I can say, a lot of Christian family raise their kids, and it ain't nothing against them. Their kids are great, you know. But y'all kids are different. <laughs> They are different. They're kosher babies. Don't say my babies. These are kosher babies. <laughs> <laughs> They're smart, and they have their own independence. Yeah. yeah. How do you raise them to continue to have their own independence but yeah. be a family stick? Yeah, let me say this. Like, my wife does an amazing job of being a mother. Yeah. Um, she instills the word of God in them. And, and like, and it's, it's not just all right, here's an hour of just doing it. It's like we, we, we like uh, find ways implement it. to implement it just throughout their day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like even like me, like I do bath time. Mm-hmm. So when I bathe my babies, I say... Uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you when I snuck and took a video of that the other day. <laughs> you did? <laughs> of him, it's the song. Right, things, right. When he's washing them. Right, so it goes so... Just so you love to sing, but can't sing. Uh, I know, But right? you married a singer, though, so it's okay. <laughs> Right, right. He lives through me. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So when I bathe, I I do two washes and a rinse. Mm -hmm. But it goes like this. Like, I go, wash, wash, wash. Wash the germies off. (laughs) Wash, wash, wash. Wash the germies off. Wash, wash, wash. Wash the germies off. Sing it, Jeremiah. And he goes, in the name of Jesus, wash the germies off. And yeah, and that, that we learned that from Booster Band, I think. Right. Not Booster Band. Right, we do, you know what I'm saying? But well, yeah, we thing. implement it throughout the day. At bedtime, We d- I teach them scriptures yeah. as often as time permits. Mm-hmm. And I challenge them at bedtime what they remember. Yeah. So right now they know about like five scriptures by heart. And it's yeah. just small little verses. Yeah. and. And when they go, they just started school this year. When they go to school, I teach them when a kid, if the kid is being bad or mm-hmm. if the kid is being mean to you, what does your scripture say about being kind? And I talk to them on their level as, you know, two and a four-year-old, but mm-hmm. I also talk to them. I talk to their spirit man. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that it's there. I know that it's active. So mm-hmm. I say, make good choices, which is what average parents say. Yeah. But as a believer, I say, what has Jesus called you to be like? Or what is it to be kind? What is it to be loving? So mm-hmm. I implement those things because I know that when they're away from us, they're going to be thinking, what choice should I make? Yeah. And I want them to hear not just mommy and daddy's voice, but yeah. I want them to hear the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And, so how- <laughs> and let me say this. Like, what we've instilled in our kids, we've instilled to every time before we leave, we always pray. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. amazing is when you instill this to them, yeah. we're not as parents above that standard. Yeah. Right. So it's crazy. Like the first time I'm running late for work, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'm rushing. I'm trying to just get out. And here comes my baby girl saying, Dad, I pray. Chasing after him. You really. know what I'm saying? And literally getting upset because I'm running. Yeah, she's so like that, having a full on fit. A, a really? full on fit because I'm about to run out and I'm not praying. She's about to cry and everything. And she and she won't just take the prayer with him and 
with him and her. Oh, man, like, right. She so has to come get me, everybody, and Jeremiah. Right, so if I'm just trying yes. to pray with her really quick, she says, Mommy, pray, Mommy, pray. And Mommy's probably still in the bed. <laughs> so so, so then if it's just us, Jeremiah. So Jeremiah might be in the toy room or whatnot. We got to so gather everybody. We got to gather everybody. To the foyer, and we got to pray. Really? And we have and to pray. And now that we go to school, now that they go to school, we try to pray with Dada while he's getting dressed, or yeah. I pray with him in the car, and yeah. they'll say, call Dada. Are you yep. like, so he can be involved. And yeah. It's just yeah. important as parents for us to, the things that we learn at church, the things that we study in the Word of God, they can comprehend that. Amen. Mm-hmm. If we break it down, we apply it, and repetition is key. Like, continuing to pour that into them, it's what's in them is going to come out. That's yeah. Good. So that's what we, we have a standard that everything that we put into them, we want it to be of good things. Mm-hmm. So that's how y'all keep God first. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And right. Naya holds y'all accountable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Naya is our accountability. <laughs> yes, she is. She's the standard. So what scripture do y'all live off as a family and as a couple? Mm. We have two. Okay. Yeah. Mine would be, seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And I, I've gr- I grew up with that, and I apply it here in our marriage as well, because every, yeah. every business adventure we have, every... Everything in our life, I know that those goals and stuff are important, but seeking him is even more important. Mm, so yeah. that's been a scripture that I think that we apply in our marriage. But his, he has a different one. But my different one is really your... My favorite scripture. Yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite scripture? <laughs> Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, mm-hmm. nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, yes. you know, and uh, and uh, and I love that because it says, and and when you meditate day and night, it says you'll be like a tree, mm. yes, planted by the river, producing fruit in your season. Mm-hmm. Your leaf will not wither, mm-hmm. yes. and everything that you do will prosper. Amen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a formula of of the, of the blessing of the Lord, of you know, prosperity, yeah. of prosperity, and so so everything that you do is is me acknowledging God, God. You know, um, how how can you be glorified through this? Yeah. Is yeah. this what you have me to do? And 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 uh, and doing that puts everything into perspective and makes sure that you're not out of position or out of place where God has you at. And I've just seen uh, so many times people. You know, I sell insurance, right? Yeah. And um, so many people ask me, like, do you love what you do? And I say yes, but it's never because of the money that I'm making, but it's always of the people that I get to impart to him. Mm. I had a coworker that uh, his fiance didn't pick him up, and usually, usually she picks him up like clockwork. I said, hey, I, you know, I, I can drive you. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he rededicates his life in my car. <laughs> of course. Crying, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? And a few months shortly after that, he brings his whole family to the church and he mm-hmm. gets baptized. Wow. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Same day. You know what I'm saying? So moments like that when people say that, I, I, I love what I do because I'm able to give God glory and be a vessel yeah. and be in God's hands and feet, you know, wherever yeah. I'm yeah. at or whatever I'm doing. So uh, I just love, that's why I really love that, you know, that verse because so even when I'm at a job, I, I know I'm going to prosper. Yeah. Even uh, when, when it comes to my marriage, I know I'm going to prosper. Yeah. Even yeah. when it comes to my children, I know they're going to prosper. Yeah. And uh, people look at prosperity just with money, but not. you prosper in so many different oh ways, yes. not just financially. That's great yeah. for God to prosper us, and he wants us to be prosperous financially. Yeah. Yeah, you don't when wanna, prosperity comes in all aspects. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to just store up treasures here. Exactly. And, and you broke in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be broke. That's where it really matters. That's right? a fact. 
That is a fact. Y'all can be like, hey, I'm in my little mansion, y'all. <laughs> y'all <I> say, <laughs> Some people have mansions without furniture, though. <laughs> oh, I want that. I want fully furnished. Exactly. Fully, fully furnished. furnished. Come on, somebody. I need my 30,000 square feet. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want a sectional. <laughs> right. All right, let's go into advice of keeping God first to young couples and married mm-hmm. couples. That's good. That's good. There's, a, I think there's a proverb that says, how can a young man, uh, like, serve the Lord? Mm-hmm. Or how can a young man, like, stay, no, how can a young man stay pure? Mm-hmm. You know the answer says? What? By living according to the word. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. I mean, you can't, you, you can't stay pure. You can't do it within your own might or within your own ability. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in positive thinking. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in just uh, affirmations. Right. You have to do it by the word of God, point blank. Because when you do it by the word of God and someone asks you, mm-hmm. how did you do it? Who gets that glory? Yeah, that's right. You, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that that's in a, that's in like in a spiritual sense, and then like how does that look like on a day to day now? Mm-hmm. It looks like on a day to day by you have to watch what you put in your spirit. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to stay pure, watch what you're looking at. That's right. Watch what you're allowing to hear. Mm-hmm. Watch the company that you keep. Watch mm-hmm. the places that you go, because it's extremely difficult if you're trying to stay pure and holy, right, unto the Lord, but yet your the desires that's in you is going to the clubs every every night. Uh, uh, watching pornography, mm-hmm. uh, listening to disrespectful music, you know what I'm saying, that uh, that Reality arouses shows, yeah. your flesh. <clears throat> so so those are the certain things. That's why it says, how can a young man uh, stay pure? And that's only by living according to the word of God. Amen. All right, Bray, so how can a young woman stay pure? Um, same thing. Same, <laughs> <laughs> same thing. I would say uh, it's not more challenging, but the image that women give on social media and stuff like that it has become over time mm. for more for women to uh, not see those things and think that's how they're supposed to carry themselves or how yeah, they're supposed so to good. walk. That's so good. Um, but girl, for me, growing up as a teenager, like I said, we saved ourselves until marriage, and I I give God the glory for that. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of temptation around as far as just lustful things that you would yeah. see online and stuff like that. Right. So. I saw. I heard a man in God say, like most of us in this generation, we spend ninety percent of our day scrolling. Yeah, and only ten percent, maybe ten percent of it, is for God. Whether it be worship time, prayer time. So if you compare the two percentages, what do you think is going to come out? Yeah, the ninety so percent that is spent so looking at, and it may not all be junk that you see online. Exactly. But most of it is going to be somebody's body, foul language, mm-hmm. yeah. fighting. It's going to be things that don't glorify God. So yeah. if you're looking at most, if most of your day consists of that, looking at that, that's what's going to come out. That's what's going to bring the frustration. That's what you're going to be dwelling mm. on. That's what, what brings depression and low self-esteem. So I would encourage young women to take more of your percentage of your day. We did a study on that in our Thursday Bible study if you look at your iPhone or, or your Android, it can tell you where you spend most of your time on your phone. Definitely, because it, it, it reminds you. Yeah, it yeah. reminds you, yeah. like, you spent yeah. this amount of time on your phone today, Yeah, this amount of hours. Challenge yourself to lower that every week. Mm. Lower that That's amount good. of hours a day that you spend on your phone and replace it. Don't just not spend time on the phone, but replace it with spending time with God. That's good. That's what I would say. That's what I say would help that has helped me to keep God first is to of course acknowledge God and about you know walk according to his word but also the things in the natural what am yeah. I spending my time on yeah but also like we also that's so good baby and to add to that like 
we have to know who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, if we don't know our identity in Christ, we see, you know, the celebrities and we see like, you know, if, you know, other artists that are dressed half naked and we see that and if we call that, okay, that's the standard, Mm -hmm. that's the desire of what success looks like, then I'm going to try to imitate that thing, yeah. You right. see what I'm saying? Because I don't know who I am in God. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that's the, so, that, so that's the first. You you you, you got to get saved to know who you are in Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes. then you'll know your value and your worth. Yeah. Uh, a, a man of God said this. He says, uh, if uh, for for the ladies, he says, um, if you carry yourselves as a girlfriend, men will play with you. Mm-hmm. But if you carry yourself as a wife, your husband will find you. Mm. So it 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 goes. It boils down to your own self-worth yeah you know do you see value and virtue if you do then you're not going to show and give everything to the world that's really supposed to be for your husband or for your wife exactly yeah that's good yeah so let's talk about the role of two so basically you have you you're still yourself right Mm -hmm. like you said you have to know your worth but there's two Mm -hmm. so how do you combine your worth in to one. <laughs> how do you do that effectively without feeling washed out, drowned? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Because, Brianna, you was a nurse, but then you, you know, you kind of put yeah, the side to yeah. be. Stay at home mom for three, almost three years. And Justin, you had to work. Four years. Yeah. So you had, it would have been hard to get you on this podcast if your kids weren't in school. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it is challenging, especially early on in your marriage to, uh, have your own, uh, I guess, identity mm-hmm. and making sure you're not uh, so submerged into the marriage that you forget your passions and your dreams and yeah. the purpose that God is giving you. Mm-hmm. There is a purpose for your marriage and then there's a purpose for you as an individual. So it is challenging, but one thing that I continue to do is to actually sit down and have a long time with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, think about what it, like, I think Justin asked me the other night, is there anything new about you that I don't know? Wow. Is there any new yeah. desires that you have, or is there any new dreams that you have? And um, I said no, um, just because we had that conversation, and he's probably aware of what I desire. But I think it's important to sit down with yourself a long time and actually talk to yourself. There's nothing wrong with talking to yourself. What What am I desiring? What What, what did I put down that I need to pick back up? Yeah. All of those things, and remembering that, your identity is not in your husband, it's not in your spouse, yeah. but it's in God. Amen. So you can love them, you can submit to your husband, but you also have to um, continue to seek after and go after the purpose that God has given you as an individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good, that's good. Uh, the power of two, I mean, like, to me, it's like, uh, she's my helpmate right now, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in, 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 right now in this uh, life here on earth, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, she's my uh, discerner. She's my sniper in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, she's my. She's the one that that uh, watches out for the for the potholes and for the ambushes that I that you know that I can't see. Yeah. Uh, even when you know uh, when Christ sent out the disciples, he sent them out in twos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So she's my watchman as well. Yeah. Amen. You know. Um, and he's mine as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and because he he really is brave. My first <laughs> time meeting y'all, right? Yeah, yeah. We was we was sitting behind y'all. And you had went up to the altar and oh. just I think he he said this is me and my wife see this is yeah. my wife's purse <laughs> and you know it's crazy when we first went to the church you know I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I needed to go down to the altar but my wife did yeah so you know so I, I cover her yeah, yeah. so 
You I, told this story to Pastor. I did. Before. I sure did. I sure did. And like when when she went down, you know, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. You know, I didn't know Pastor at the time. Yeah. So uh, so I was uh, and there was a lot of other ushers yeah. that were just all guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go down there and watch and listen. Yeah. To what this other man of God is speaking, speaking over her. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As so a covering. I, yeah, as a covering. And I appreciate that because some things he'll catch that I didn't. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you're supposed to work in, in unity. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be on one accord, yeah. have each other's back in the spirit and in the natural. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's important for us to uh, focus in on that. When you get married, it's not just about, oh, you're going to be cute, take pictures, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you're supposed to be warfaring for each other in the spirit. You're supposed Amen. to be praying for each other, yeah. covering each other, speaking life of each other. Because sometimes when I'm down, I have him yeah. that can yeah. come and say, this is what God says about you. Mm-hmm. Or when he's struggling with a decision, he has me that he can bounce it off. And I'll say, this is what God says. You're right. called to this. Yeah. You're supposed to be doing this. Don't come act on. like that. Act like this. Come on. So you're supposed to, of course, enjoy the fruits of being married and the things that you get, you know, the favor that comes with it. But you're all supposed to, you have a responsibility as husband and wife when mm-hmm. you become one to cover each other and work in that power of two. Yeah. And this right here is my first ministry. Yeah. My marriage is my first ministry before anything else. She comes first before anything else. Amen. So with, with with that being said, I you know, we have to watch because the enemy he's here to still kill and destroy. Exactly. So my wife is not my enemy. Yeah. My wife is not my adversary. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, me and my wife are on the same team. So even if, you know, the we see the enemy try to slide his head uh and try to separate or divide the power of us as a couple, the power of two, mm-hmm. then we know that I'm, we're not going to fight each other. We're going to fight whatever spirit is trying to come in and divide yeah, us. Yeah, we wrestle exactly. not against flesh and blood. Come yeah. on, you better bring that word back. Come on, somebody. Break, preach. <laughs> so when I come sideways, I, mm-hmm, I, I, see, I see you. I see uh-huh. you, devil. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, oh, let me repeat. Let me repeat. My discerner has spoken. Exactly. <laughs> right. Let me ask you this then. We're going to hop into this question about polygamy, right? Because you said the power of two. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Because everybody be like, oh, well, the Bible, in the Bible, the men had multiple wives. They had multiple women. Let's talk about the change that happened. There. It happened, you know, so. Well, let me say this. For this reason, a man shall leave his mother mm-hmm. and father and cleave to his wife. Mm-hmm. Was there an S on there? <laughs> no, there was no S. <laughs> and be one flesh. Mm-hmm. So now the two shall become one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, marriage, marriage, uh, someone, uh, you know, th- there's not going to be like, you know, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. So yeah. There's not going to be no married folk yeah. in heaven. Yeah. Right? Uh, marriage is a, is a reflection mm-hmm. of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. That's right. Of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. So, if marriage is a reflection of Christ in the church, Christ being the head, being the husband, and we are the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's, with with so many scriptures and with that imagery, uh, God is not going to uh, uh, have multiple wives. Yeah. We don't see that in scripture. We see just the church. It's not yeah. the church and some other people. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it really boils down to uh to your to righteousness mm-hmm. to holiness it's, it's literally saying I, I i i want the benefits of marriage and i want the benefits of a single life as well mm-hmm. to just sleep with how many people i want to sleep with but right. just call them a wife mm-hmm. that's right to now justify 
my lustful ways. Yeah. That's right. You see what that's I'm saying? Right so that that's 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 what that's what it is. Because there's a lot of people that that get married but aren't acting as they are married. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they and they choose. There, there's actually yeah. there's actually husbands and wives that are actually okay with doing that. Yeah. And that's just because they're not. They call it an open marriage. Oh, yeah. an open marriage, which which is that. I mean, you're you're literally. Like, again, the enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy. So whatever God calls holy, Satan will try to pervert yeah, and right. bring perversion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now we're we're wiping away what sin actually is. Yeah. Yeah. So we're erasing it, creating a great a gray area where there's no there's never been a gray area. Yeah. yeah. You know, God says you're either hot or cold. If you're if you're in the gray area or if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out your spew you out my mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 never been a gray area. There never will be a gray area. But we're trying to erase sin to justify our actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't feel guilty. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I highly really oppose good. it. I disagree. And pe- the people that are in that lifestyle, you still love them. Yeah. You still love them. You you literally, uh, to uh, the sake of sounding bad, you 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 love the hell yeah. out of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be. Uh, um, um, the Bible says you got to be as wise as serpents, but as innocent Calm as a you know what I'm as, as a dove. So I pray for people that's that's innocent. And there's yeah. actually I had a coworker in my prior job. And I was like, man, it was crazy. I was talking to a guy, and he, and uh, and he, and no, I was talking to a lady, and she said, it's okay for my husband to sleep around as long as I'm included. Oh my I gosh. was completely <laughs> shocked at what she said. Yeah. And I was telling my coworker about the conversation, and his response was, well, that's what me and my wife do. So that comes to self worth. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was actually a thing out here. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yes. like, it's like, so it's, it's no longer sinful for you to cheat on me, but it's okay if I know and I'm included. Right. I'm like the perversion, yeah. the levels of the that. The confusion and the deception. Exactly. That, that's that exactly what it that. is. It's, it's it's just too much because it really I can is. only handle one husband. Oh my goodness! The Bible says he will not put more on us than we can bear. And I think what you said is really good because they justify their their lustful desires of yeah. saying, "I need you don't need multiple that wives. Is, you like, just yeah. want to have sex multiple times exactly. and with multiple people. Exactly. Right. You don't need multiple wives because one wife can take care of all your needs." Mm-hmm. But you, they justify it but by saying, I, see, that, I need multiple so wives. That's so good by knowing who you are in Christ yeah. and who you are in God. Because it's like, if you know your value, you won't you, you, you won't belittle yourself yeah. by allowing a man to just do whatever he wants with you. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's, and you just allow anything. And you just allow that. Because it would be, if it was switched, it would be different. If it was switched. Ah, uh, sure, sure would. It would be different. If it was one wife and about eight husbands. Exactly. <laughs> That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Just the pride of a man. That that would. It happen. wouldn't happen. Wow. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Because uh, look at happened to the woman at the well. <laughs> so you got all these husbands. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. So why man. he didn't say that to a man? You got all these wives. <laughs> <laughs> He should have said that. Oh, that he should have. <laughs> I'm sure he did. It just wasn't documented. Yeah, they didn't put that down. <laughs> right, 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 right. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's not on, something that we believe in. Not something yeah. that we promote or celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just not. <laughs> so let's talk about this continuing as to how do y'all do it without getting mad and frustrated? Because you're still different. You're the same but different. How do you continue as to? 
You said mad and frustrated. We definitely get mad and frustrated. But let me tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you this. And this is why people should go to Bible study because mm-hmm. this is really got to learn this. Uh, shout Last out to, night. Yeah, shout out to Pastor Jason. He says, uh, we're, we're permitted at times to be angry. Yeah. But we are never permitted to sin. Mm. Yep, that's what scripture says. We, it's, the Bible says, be angry, but, but sin not. not. Mm. So at times, we're permitted to be angry. Mm-hmm. But we are never permitted to sin. And it goes back to knowing who the enemy is. If you always know who the enemy is, you, you will always know who the enemy is not. Yeah, right. That's, that, I think that right there was a revelation that God gave me earlier on in my marriage. Mm-hmm. And that literally transformed how I even uh, communicate with my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people attack their spouse because they believe yeah. in that moment that the spouse, that their spouse is their enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, knowing that my wife is not my enemy, if she's ever uh, operating beneath her character, mm. it's not my job to say, why are you doing this? You should, you should, you're, you're a Christian. You shouldn't be doing this. It's my job to restore her back to her position mm. gently. Yeah. That's my role as her husband. Yeah. It's never to have an I gotcha moment or to belittle her mm-hmm. because how I treat her should be a reflection of how God treats me. Yeah. That's right. And if you and if and people will be extremely scared if God treats them how they treat their spouse. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I've and I've and, and God has been working on me like just throughout the years. And uh and I've and um I had to repent because because people know that I'm a believer and I'm a Christian. I found myself in like in year one and year two of our marriage giving more grace and mercy to other people mm-hmm. than to my wife. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy to fall into that. Um, you get comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You get comfortable with your spouse and you're like, I know they're going to love me. I know they're going to forgive me. And when they do something that irritates you, you're quick to just pop off mm-hmm. or you're quick to get frustrated or you're quick to give them the silent treatment. But would you do that to your boss? Would you do that to your coworker? Would you do that to right. your pastor? Right. Yeah. Right, right. No, you're going to, if you have a problem you're and they're addressing you about a problem or if they come to you with a problem, you're not going to give them the, t- the silent treatment. Yeah. You're not going to ignore them or you're not going to storm off and shut the door in their face. You're going to sit down, have a conversation. You're going to show them honor. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's what we're supposed to be doing to one another as husband and wife, not just the husbands to the wife, but yeah. the wives are supposed to show honor to their husband as well. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we are called to as wives is to, uh, it doesn't say, it, I mean, we're supposed to love our husbands, but he commands the husband to love their wife. And we're supposed to give the respect and the submission back to our husband because yeah. mm-hmm. God knows that that's what a husband longs for. Mm-hmm. And that's what a wife longs for. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and like, and that's so good, baby. And even like to go back, you know, to the question of how do we even handle it when if if my wife is mad, I have to be slow to speak and quick to listen. Mm-hmm. So I have to hear her heart's desire. You know what I'm saying? Even if she may be presenting it, presenting it in a way, you know what I'm saying, that might cause an argument, mm-hmm. I have to look past that and look at the hurt of why she's upset. Yeah. You know, what did I do to cause this? Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? So when I hear that, I know how to maneuver. You know, and I know how to maneuver my words because a kind word turns away wrath. Yeah. So it's it's if she's upset, I have the power in me. It only takes one because the Bible says, you know, blessed are the peacemakers mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. they should be called the children of God. Mm-hmm. And you can't make peace unless chaos is present. Exactly. So right. if I see any type of chaotic conversation that's on the rise, yeah. reg- I, I, it's not my job to get offended and prideful of why you are doing this. Mm-hmm. It's my job to, okay, all right, so I heard, I'm listening 
to not just to respond, but to understand. Yeah. And now I can respond in a way that can bring peace back and also to to, to minister to her hurt so right. I can fix the situation. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I attack everything. And when you do that, you know, when, when you do that, it's by the words, what the word standard is, is she's going to receive that in love mm-hmm. because I'm speaking to her now in love and I'm not right. speaking to her or, or reacting to her hurt yeah. by me being hurt because yeah, hurt right. people hurt people. So if I'm still, uh, if I have broken places in me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, then I'm not going to respond to what she needs. I'm going to respond to how I feel. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't move by our feelings or our emotions. We move by faith. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's, so that, that's how, that's why my wife and I, to God be the glory, are able to go to the next level in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Because, it takes work. Yeah, it does, because we're on the same page about that. Even if I come to her like, yeah. in, in, a, in a bad way, she knows how to respond gently to my pain so that I'm still, you know, at a yeah. whole place. A lot yeah. of times yeah. with, with him, and you learn your spouse, you learn how they need to be communicated to. If he yeah. if he's coming at me a little sideways, which is rare, because mm-hmm. um, he is happy-go-lucky <laughs> most of the time. That glory goes unto the God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. he comes to me, a lot of times the Holy Spirit will give me, what do they call it, the Holy Ghost hush. And I want to... Thank would, you for the I Holy would, Ghost hush. I would want to say something immediately or yeah. bring, try to bring correction, but I would the Holy Ghost would tell me to just wait. Yeah. And a lot of times I would wait and there would be another opportunity that he would ask me. Yeah. Or he would bring it up. And it would be at a point where I would be able to bring correction or give my advice, you know, in a loving way and not so much, why were you acting like that? Mm, yeah. Why were you doing that? You so, know, bringing question or judgment. On. So I thank God the for the, whole, the, the Holy Ghost hush. The blessing is in the way. <laughs> so you tell me the Lord do you like did John the Baptist daddy. <laughs> 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 just shoot exactly. Right. Just for a few minutes. Yeah. But then you can talk again, right? Yeah. yeah. I can talk again. <laughs> but let's tap into this real quick because I don't know much about this part. Um intimacy, right? Oh. Let's talk about it. Let's tap on it. <laughs> let's tap. 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 Oh, tap. we can tap. Yeah, we're gonna we tap. tap. We ain't gonna go deep. Tap. tap. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. She said it. No. She didn't she, say all that. What? She said tap. So I just tap my hand. Moving on. <laughs> Bless the Lord. All right, Chella. Help us, Lord. for Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's tap into this real quick, y'all. Okay. Um, okay. Intimacy. As a woman, we probably don't want to be intimate as much. I don't know much about this topic. So I just want y'all to talk about intimacy. How to stay intimate physically, spiritually, yeah. Naturally, just tap into each three. Go ahead. I'm gonna say this real quick. You, when it comes to intimacy, you have to love your spouse how they need to be loved, not how you want to love them. Mm. So, let me give you an example. If my wife's love language is words of affirmation, mm-hmm. and my love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And every time I touch her, I'm showing her that I love her. Mm-hmm. Every time I caress her back or rub her back or caress her hair, you know what I'm saying, or, if we, or, or physical intimacy, I'm showing her that I love her by how I'm touching her. Mm-hmm. But if I never give her that words of affirmation, she's still not feeling loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I had to tell him a few times. Uh, he still does it, I think, just, just out of 
uh, nor, he just comfortable doing that. But it's not that I don't desire touch, but I know that he desires to touch. Yeah. So yeah. instead of him saying, babe, touch me or rub me or rub my back or whatever, he'll start rubbing my back. And I'm like, you catch that? And I'm like, <laughs> babe, if you want to be rubbed, just just tell me. You don't have to rub me. Yeah, it makes me itch. I'm like, <laughs> it gives me like that tingling. Yeah. And so that's that's really important for you to know how they need to be loved. And yeah. we make it. Uh, it's very important for us to stay connected, intimate, intimate, intimacy wise, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. and spiritually. We 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 stay on that because we know how important it is, and we know what the Bible says about that, yeah. uh, to, to be connected to one another um, so that you don't go out there and be tempted. Yeah. And so. And, and there's times where my wife will fix my lunch. And this is why you, it's, it's, it's good to, to always have your spouse on your mind, mm. right? On your mind. Like there's times where, you know, my wife will fix me lunch and then, uh, you know, I'm in the car, put it in the refrigerator when I get to work. And on lunchtime, I open up my little lunchbox and there's a note on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, baby, I hope you're having a great day. It's like stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like it's like just going, just the little things goes the extra mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it keeps it keeps my wife on my mind just of, of how she's continuing to pursue me, yeah. continuing to date me, continuing to know, like to let me know that she still thinks the you know, the world of me and how she still yeah. loves me. She's all into me. Yeah. And someone that's broke, intimacy. Yeah, yeah. And someone broke down the word intimacy is into me. See, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, and when you're into a person, you know, it it doesn't take work, yeah. or it does you don't have to struggle, yeah. to yeah. show that person that you love them, yeah. because there's a there's a genuine desire of just that, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, the, when we were dating, uh, I, we were talking like start at six p.m. Mm-hmm. and literally, we started the the you know we were talking so long we saw the sun come up. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I'm, that I'm, no responsibility. Life. Right. That was when we were still dating long distance. Like, I mean, I'm hearing my mom get the kids ready. I'm like, we are on the phone for like eight hours. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to uh, touch on what he was saying about being intimate. I think it's important to uh, for people to know that, yes, sex is important in a marriage. Mm-hmm. And God has called us to have sex in a marriage um, under that covenant. But that's not the just that's not the full extent of intimacy right because you spend more time horizontal than you do vertical or vertical horizontal whichever one is <laughs> laying down you spend more time standing up in your life than you do laying down that's so good. you that's can't good. you can't just base oh my marriage is going to be based on having intimacy you know having sex which and, is good which is good but it has to be fruitful in other areas. The intimacy Which has to be fruitful good. in other areas. Amen. 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 You, you. And yes, good. I know you said women don't desire. Women do desire. Men, uh, bi- biology has proven that men do desire it more mm-hmm. naturally. But it's all about balance. It's all about communicating to one another yeah. what your desire is and Amen. being patient with one another um, and also not just getting comfortable as a woman if you're if you're not as you know if you're not desiring as much as your husband sometimes you have to stretch yourself sometimes yeah. you have to sacrifice yeah um, because that is something that men need amen as pastor uh tony evans would say men need it yeah. not just want it but they need it yeah, yeah. let's tap just gonna tap on it okay <laughs> understanding each other how did y'all learn to understand each other 
that was the biggest, I want to say, uh, question mark uh, before, you know, as for getting married. Because, like I said, I'm married for long distance for five years. When, you know, you in have our no immat- choice but to understand. Well, not, not even that, but, you know, in our immature minds at that mm-hmm. time, uh, if someone was upset, we can just click a button, yeah. right, and hang up, and they're not there no more. You know right. what I'm saying? But Rude. You, yeah. <laughs> Hang up the phone. I, I said immature. I said it. So it's like. So who used to hang up? There's. This guy. I don't blame you, Justin. I got it. I'll click. Matter of fact. I mean, I may have hung up a few times. I probably did. I probably, I probably, I apologize, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you bringing up old stuff? Old stuff, right. I'll just, you see, because I love you so much, the thought of me hurting you still breaks my heart, uh, so I just cause me to apologize. <laughs> just go ahead you and say it. You said immature. Right, yeah. right. Well, I apologize uh, just if I do anything in the future, uh, oh, when Lord. I do it, because I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. So, uh, see, I'm all messed up right now. <laughs> you were saying that. Um, when we first got married, that was a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a question we had in our head. How are we going to really learn each other after five years long distance? Yeah. Now we're in the same house. Yeah. Two kids. Yeah, well, that happened later on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, I, I literally went from my mom's house to our, our apartment. apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and how did y'all do that? He got the apartment a month before our wedding. It was about gotcha. two weeks. It was about, about two Because I think that's like the question everybody think about. How are we going to? Yeah, he got because yeah. I was in California, so there's no way I could, you know. Come so out you didn't and get walk away. through it or nothing. You just just FaceTime. You, you trust I saw him. A virtual. Oh, <laughs> I saw a virtual. I think at first I vaguely remember like, hey, baby, like we could save money. You know what I'm saying? Just stay at my mom. <laughs> that was a no. Because I was coming from my parents too, so I wanted to experience being independent, being yeah. on my own with my husband, of course. But anyways. so y'all never lived alone before by yourself. Never. <clears throat> Wow. Nope. No, one from my mom to, to my wife. <laughs> my house, house to my wife's house. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it it definitely was a question of how will we get to know yeah. each other now on this level yeah. of being face-to-face every day, responsibility still there, but you still got to come home and make time for each other. And yeah. um, it's about making time. It's about putting each other first. When you come home and you had a long day, don't just shut off. Yeah. You know, and go to your room or go on FaceTime or scroll. I'm not FaceTime, Facebook and <laughs> scroll. But sacrifice yeah. and say, I want to get to know you. I want to do this. So it took lots of conversations, so late nights, so trying to figure out each other, mm. late night arguments because we don't want to go to bed, let the sun <laughs> go down in anger. So it took a lot of moments of sacrificing to get to know each other so that we can see the harvest of that. Yeah. We can get to a place in our marriage where... I know him. I know he's going to grow, and I I know he's going to change and develop each year, but I know the ins and outs. Yeah, Yeah. and I was, and and of course, me, I'm a huge extrovert, so. Yes, and I'm a huge introvert. So when we first got married, you know, she really didn't know my personality. Yeah. Not in person. Yeah. In person. So when we were going. I didn't know how. Lit. Out there, yeah. How he lit? That's, yeah, lit. Yeah, that's a good word. How she, lit she, he know, was. she know how turned I can get. And as an introvert, you know what I'm that, saying? That feels so. Peep this. So peep this. Yeah. You, see, you see, I'm getting a little edgy right yeah. now. He'll so, go to the end. You know what I'm saying? So like, like she didn't know. So at first, that took her. Yeah. So I she really was like yeah. wanted. She wanted me to turn down. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I I'm like, like she wanted. So I'm like, I feel. I felt like, you know, she wanted me to be in a box. Yeah. And to act how she wanted me to act. Yeah. And and I didn't want him to come to my level. 
I want him just to come down, down a little bit. She wanted me to blend in, yeah. but I'm called to be set apart. <laughs> I'm not called to fit in. I was never called to fit in. I, I was that. called to, to, to go against the grain yeah. for the glory of God. <laughs> I didn't want him to make me feel like I had to turn around and stare at the wall because I was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But we got there. We got there. It, it, it took us a minute. It took us. It a took minute. us a hot minute because I'm like, because as as I was, you know, being being me and everybody's having a good time, I'm looking at my wife and she has the stank, the stank, the stank really? look. You know what I'm saying? Because That's the uncomfortable face. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm like. So now I'm like, well, I'm gonna still turn up, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna deal with it when I get in the car. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I was immature. I don't do that. I had to. Said, do I had that. to be me. <laughs> I like how she said, "Don't do that." No, don't do that because that's you have to be selfless in a marriage. So, but I would have to change about, who I am. No, you didn't. I didn't. And look at where you're now. Because all right, you know what I'm but saying. It, but it took God has to do a work. God has to do a work. So God made her understand the lit. Right, she did. He did. It wasn't just understanding the lit. It's understanding the purpose of the lit. That was what I had, the Holy Spirit had to teach me. And what was the purpose? He is, he is, he is the way he is for a purpose. He is the way he is for a purpose. It's to bring joy to people and bring laughter to people and the whole nine. So the the way that it made me feel was that there was no space for me Mm. because he was so loud. He was so energetic. Yes. I felt like I just had to be like my, my little corner, my little box. Yeah. And so it took time for me to see, okay, there's purpose for him just so there's purpose for me. Yeah. And there's a balance that we can create. And we, we actually talked about that early on. Like yeah. he was, he would say like, if I'm telling a joke, j- jump in there with me. Don't yeah. feel like you have to be uncomfortable. That's and so I bad. was at first. And that, Come like on, you said, baby. it was all a process of getting to know each other yeah. and learning each other and accepting the good things about yeah. each other. I'm not accepting the bad things, accepting the good things about each other. So what you're saying is God didn't change Justin's lick. No. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just didn't. made you like it more. But the thing he about, right, he made me accept and understand why he created him this way. Yeah. But do you, do you, do you like it? Yes. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now, right. I wish they could see how your face Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, every time, like, anytime my wife and I have any... Uh, disagreement or uh or any uh anything that's like an issue the lord always always never uh says well yeah always never i know she's my helpmate she helps me out even even in my speech i thank god for that she's making me look crazy out here but i'm still do it yeah the lord never the lord never fixes my wife when i say you know when i bring an issue he always fixes me Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always internal. You know, uh, pastor, my pastor Jason, uh, he always says, if somebody uh, always pushes your buttons, we always say. Well, don't push my buttons. No, you say, you made me do, you pushed the button and you made me do this. If you didn't do this, I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't get upset. You pushed my buttons. And instead of fixing the person, how about just fix the buttons? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's so with with that, you know, I always I always look internally. God, what's in me that's not like you? That's caused me to act like I'm acting. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah. So let's we're gonna tap in this. I love that word tap. (laughs) (laughs) We're just gonna tap into it. Y'all have high tower praise, right? 
y'all both dance. Yes. yes. So create a family in general, right? Yes. Yes. Everybody don't have that in their marriage, just creativity, right? Yeah, we it's a blessing. So y'all dance. Brianna sings. Justin. Well, we both sing. Okay. Justin cannot <laughs> sing. He can sing, but he can't sing. He well. sings unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. There you can. Hold, I heard some good notes right. sometimes, though. You hear the first note I, you know, yeah, I didn't yeah. hear? Yeah. First yeah. guy. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> y'all dance. How did y'all come up with dancing together? Because that's kind of weird. Y'all do everything together. That's kind of. We really do. Dance we, together. We do, and, and it's a blessing. Well, we do, I, we do I, life together. Amen. Yeah. You know, I ministry mean, we, together. We knew that. I grew up dancing. I was on the praying together all my life. <laughs> Fasting together. Excuse me. <laughs> Doing podcasts together. together. That's it. The power of two together. <laughs> is wrong with you? Having sexual relations okay. together. Okay. This is a <laughs> touching heaven together. PG. Yeah. Like oh, 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 you want to say like I mean it? Touching heaven together. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, Come back on. to your question. Yeah. Um, it was just natural because I grew up dancing and. He danced with, he had a mime group, and when we got married, we were like, why don't we dance together? Why don't we come up? Yeah. High Tower Praise just came maybe a few years after we had danced together, but we just knew that we both had that gifting. We both were called to do it. We grew up doing it, and it came natural, so why wouldn't we, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, why why would you go out and dance with other people only when you have this... It's so powerful, like when you see a husband and wife ministering together, yeah. whether it be in dance, so, yeah. preaching, singing, when you see that unification and when you see that, it's it just takes it to another level. Yeah, so. there's so many layers to that because dance is a ministry. So dance in itself is amazing. Uh, my wife is an amazing dancer. She's amazing. Uh, she ministers through dance in a, such a powerful way. And, it, and, and, uh, and it, it's, it's a blessing to see Mm-hmm. And 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 say with me, you know, I thank God for the gift of dance that He's that He's given me. Mm-hmm. But when my but when my wife and I, when we minister together, it's like we're ministering unity. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're ministering marriage. We're yeah. promoting yeah. marriage. We're promoting the things of God. We're we're, we're promoting unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, we're promoting joy, peace, because all that comes out in the dance. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 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 I I thoroughly it's enjoy honor, yeah. the opportunity that God has given my wife and I to be able to experience this together. Cause I, you know, I'm not saying this to even to, to be prideful, but I, I can't recall. We've met a lot of married people in our lives so far, but I don't recall any of them having this gift to dance and they do that together. Yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? So we know the, 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 the rarity of it. Yeah. You know, and know, we, we don't take that lightly. So every time Amen. we, and, and the thing is we know that this is a God ordained uh, thing that he has given us because even in rehearsals, sometimes mm-hmm. we see the enemy try to poke his head, even mm-hmm. in rehearsals yeah. and to try to, to, try to bring division, to try to bring uh, chaos, even in the rehearsals. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, Thank God we always push through. We always, always, always. <laughs> and when we minister, whatever dance that is, it's, even more powerful. Even more. Yeah. Because of the come struggle on. it took to get there. Come you on. Know? Yeah. Come on. Come on. So let's tap into Brianna singing real quick. How, Brianna, you sing, right? Justin try to sing. But if you see him sing. from below, okay. he be trying to hit your notes, right, Brianna? Yeah. So how did y'all... <laughs> Y'all, if y'all can see the notes, it say Brianna sings, not Justin sings. Y'all. I'm telling y'all, people just sleep it. Like, like people sleep it on me. I'm like a Kurt Franklin. That's not a singer. But it, okay, but we gonna just say James Fortune no. or JJ Harris. Watch this on, on Hosanna. 
Let me hear you make some Holy Ghost crazy noise right now. Come on, let me hear you. <laughs> That's, That's Kurt. That's Kurt. Okay. Kurt. Yeah. How do you stay excited for your wife while she's in purpose? Let's That's tap good. into that. There, there's times where I, I, I turn into like a huge fan of my wife. Yeah. I'm like a fan of God using my wife for his glory. Yeah. I'm yeah. a fan of it. I'm honored. I, I, sometimes I forget. I'm like, wow, I get to get, I, I, I'm able to uh, uh, have this amazing opportunity to be married to this gift. Yeah. And uh, when God chooses to use us, it's not for just any little thing. It's for his kingdom to be advanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I see my wife walking in purpose, it brings me closer to God. Yeah. Amen. The closer she gets to God, the closer I get to God. Yeah. Amen. Because that's who that that's who she's promoting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's and that's what's drawing me. The God in her is drawing the God in me out. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's literally causing me to be more like him mm-hmm. when God uses her. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's I oh I just I get <laughs> I, I really it's like man when when you see that, it's it's just the opportunity that we have to literally be used. By yeah. the creator of the universe. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. God is God. Yeah. You know created what I'm saying? Like, who? Created. There you, know, you go. Come for on. Oh, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I see in the psalm, it says, like, who is man who, who God is mindful of? Yeah. And when he, and when God, you know, says, come here, daughter. I, I, want, I, I want to make my, my name great through you. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give you this gift to glorify me. Amen. And when she sings, atmospheres always change. Always, always change. Yeah, uh, you know. And no, I, we and love I, you. We love you. <laughs> I give it to you one time. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Brie. Thank you, Brie. Thank you. <laughs> see, see, I was just about to be slain if she did another. We love you. Yeah, I, I, was, about, I was gonna fall out. <laughs> I fall out every time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I thank God for his support yeah. in the spirit and in the natural. He's definitely one of my biggest supporters, and Jayla. Yeah, I'm, but, the, biggest, uh, I'm the biggest fan, really. Yeah, he, he encourages me to uh, to step out, you know, to go even further in the spirit when it comes to ministering, stuff like that. So yeah. I thank God for just both of us being able to support one another yeah. and yeah. not be jealous or envious, you know, because you see your spouse, like you said, walking in purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit this real quick. I need y'all to give me three tools to help young couples and three tools to help married couples to stay close, to stay in union, and to go after God. Go for it. Mm. All right. So the three tools for the single people, yeah. I would say, have other like-minded singles around you. Mm-hmm. All right. Watch your tribe. All right. Number two, you got to live according to the word of God. Number three don't allow anything in your life uh, to, to, uh, to um, whether it be the music you listen to, don't allow any hindrances mm-hmm. that will hinder your destiny. Anything mm-hmm. that is not uh, attached to your future, mm-hmm. don't allow that into your spirit. Gotcha. Those yeah. are for the single people. For the married folk, mm-hmm. I would say three things. You want to help me out, baby? You said three things to keep us what? Close together. In I union. Mean, in union. After God. But with each other at the same time and purpose. Um, now the one, the first thing for to stay in union, to stay close together, is communicate. Yeah. Always remain communicating with each other. That's good. Don't let conversations get stale. Don't let conversations just always be about bills and always be about responsibilities. But conversate with each other about your dreams and your passions, and continue to date each other. Yeah. And even your finances too. Even your finances. Um, the second thing to uh, stay close to God, you said? Mm-hmm. 
the word of God. <laughs> Forsake not the assembly of the saints. Amen. Be around brothers and sisters in Christ to be able to, and you're, and you're there for so many reasons. Yes. You're there to actually be, I was talking to a guy that he was just um, ran, not a random guy. He, he came, he was cleaning the carpet at my job. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he doesn't really go to church, you know, that much, you know, but he loves God. And I told him, I'm like, well, there's so many benefits to going to church because when you have other brothers and sisters in Christ around you to hold you accountable, it's more difficult to go back to your old habits. Yeah. Amen. Because you have people around you to say, hey, man, you good? Where you Accountability, at? Accountability. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're yeah. holding you. But if you're going to say you love God, but you're choosing not to be around other people, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a lot easier for you to continue or to even stay in your sin. And yeah. yeah, you usually like to retreat to be by yourself when you're going through something. And we count, we uh, definitely say that's important. We have our brothers, mm-hmm. brother and sister Shandra and Jeremiah Coleman that... Shout out to the Coleman. Yeah, shout out to them so for in our hard times or in our rough times. <laughs> they can't see you. In our hard times or in our rough times, we know that we have them to hold us accountable yeah and they're not they're not going to just want to know our business but they're going to want to pray for us so it's important i agree to uh, have like-minded married friends it don't matter if it's five it don't matter if it's one Mm -hmm. one couple at least one uh, that you can reach out to and they can draw you back in or draw you back now what about the dating people what about them (laughs) three steps all right so for the dating people okay now, watch this. It's for the people that desire, because we, we, we don't just date to date. We, we, we date for the hopes you're leading to marriage. Purpose, yes. right? We're dating on purpose. So you want to make sure for the dating people that you are equally yoked with the person. Make sure that they are first in love with God first. Amen. Before they love anything else. They love God first, right? Because um, you don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste the time that 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 sh- the that time is the most valuable resource that God has given us. And you don't want to waste two, three, five years on people that are there to really hinder your destiny, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the first and foremost. Make sure you are equally yoked. Uh, second thing, uh, you, for the dating people, for the, especially for the people that even that that are dating or that that want, I would say. Uh, position yourself. Mm. Position yourself. First, position yourself in God. Mm-hmm. Second, posi- then position yourself for, for you to be found by your husband. Uh, don't allow the world to put a timeline on when you should get married. Yeah. Because that's going to, if you, if you put a timeline and say you should be married at a certain age, at 25, and then now you, they say that when you're 20, and then when you get to 24 and you're not married, then the, the spirit of anxiety starts to come Russian. in. Like, oh my goodness. And then you're going to start making toxic choices because you're trying to meet a timeline by somebody else that's been married five times. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So one, position yourself in God. Two, then position yourself uh, to be found. And uh, I'll do the last one. You'll do the last one. I felt that in my spirit. If you're dating, my spirit. Come on, baby, take us home. If you're dating, uh, seeking God together, want to get married, desire to get married, don't put yourself in situations that you know you're not supposed to be in. Mm. Uh, that will tempt your flesh. Mm. That will take you out of purpose. Take mm. you out of assignment. <laughs> Hold each other accountable. Like yeah. you know that you both are struggling in the area of keeping yourself trying to stay holy so don't tempt each other encourage each other to live holy encourage each other to be you know to get to that point of marriage being able to stand before god and said i held out i you know i took this person's body and i respected it 
Like, That's good. Challenge each other to be better. Don't put yourself, allow yourself to be in positions. It's 10 o'clock at night. Go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't sit there and think that your flesh is going to be strong enough to withstand those temptations. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. That's, That's so what good. I would say. In, that. in other words, set boundaries. Yeah. Yes, if you want to go on dates, go on double dates. Yeah. If it's on date, go on a, go on a, a brunch date. Yeah. Be honest <laughs> you know with saying? yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's basically like, you know, when you set boundaries, you're, you're, you're honoring you and you're also honoring uh, your girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. You're honoring each other. Honor that, their bodies. Yeah. That, that's exactly what you do. You don't, you don't want to disrespect or, you know, disrespect Our them. bodies are temples. That's yeah. right. That's so we thank y'all for coming out. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. Y'all were amazing. <laughs> I appreciate you, Taylor. <laughs> hey, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Taylor, you on the way, but bump that girl. You have a ride. <laughs> go ahead, man. Like, follow, and subscribe. Let's exactly. Go. There we go. <laughs> y'all keep creating. <laughs> <laughs>